It's time for Calling All Sports. Today's show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, The Diamond Room, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Dakota Beverage, the South Dakota Golf Association, Cusett Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. And welcome to a windy Wednesday edition of uh, Calling All Sports. I'm Mark Ovenden with Neil Graff, as he is most every Wednesday, unless he's on the IR or something like that, or maybe traveling. I think there's only been a couple of shows since we started doing this that you've missed. Uh, just just a couple. The shoulder surgery. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you might have had on. a trip. I, I, I think I like went to my Super alma mater, Bowl? Wisconsin. Well, I went to Wisconsin one weekend. Or no, that wasn't in the middle of the week. But I went Super Bowl. But you called me down at Super Bowl last year yes. in Phoenix, and I just booked. I just booked a trip to the Super Bowl in February of '24 in Las Vegas. Just booked it, so I'll be there. So maybe we can we can uh, reconnect there again, and I'll fill you in on all the all the gory details, everything that's going on, and. Vegas. Well, I don't think any of the teams we care for are going to be playing in the Super Bowl. No, I don't think so either. Um, I, I, it might be a couple surprises. I, I noticed, I read in the paper, I think it was just today, that four of the NFL teams, in the, from a power ranking perspective, four of the top ten teams in the power rankings lost last week. That's that's kind of amazing. Four of the top teams huh. lost. So, a lot of parity. Well, I... I almost don't care about the NFL anymore after the last two weeks with New England. Uh, they've been out, they've given up the last 69 points in their games. Yeah, it was three to three at Dallas. They lost 38 to three. Then they lost 34 to nothing to New Orleans. So I, I can, I can care about all the rest of the teams. In fact, kind of takes the pressure off. I don't have to worry about them anymore. I'm not going to get upset. Well, I'll try not to get upset. I can watch a game like Sunday night between Dallas and San Francisco and truly enjoy what I thought was going to be a really good game. It wasn't, but I can watch games like that now and, and not be going, well, if so-and-so loses, that'll help us. You know what I mean? Because if you're a fan, you do that. You keep track of all the teams. You scoreboard watch. That's a baseball yeah. trait that's carried over into football. Yeah. Now with New England, it's going to be fun maybe to speculate a little bit about Belichick's future. Does he Does he? come back wanting to have a comeback or does he just say to heck with it and cash it in or is there another team that may be uh, looking for his services uh gonna be kind of fun to speculate a little bit that's a possibility as you might recall the patriots traded for him right. he was with the jets and the pats traded for bill belichick um there's there's talk that the giants might want to get him in in the New England area, there's talk that the Giants might want him. Anyway, we'll take a break. We're going to talk more NFL stuff with Chad Greenway in the first half. Second half of the show, uh, Eric Christensen joins us. He is the uh, girls' soccer coach at Harrisburg. They won four to nothing last night to get into Saturday's championship game. They will take on top-seeded Mitchell. Harrisburg is number two, and this will be Eric's last game ever. His daughter is going to go off to college next year at South Dakota State. Haley. And uh, so it'll be kind of a fun way to finish up his high school coaching career in the championship game. So uh, we'll also uh, we'll talk soccer, we'll talk football, and maybe if we have time, we'll talk a little golf. But first, we're going to take a break. Neil and I will be right back. 
Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. Your joints are your connection points, and when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org. Rosenbauer, the world's largest manufacturer of firefighting equipment, is inviting you to join them in building life-saving fire trucks. Based in Lyons, South Dakota, they offer great pay, up to $26 an hour depending on experience. They have generous health benefits, flexible start times, weekends off, and PTO that starts the day you do. With on-the-job training in most positions, you can build a difference in the world at Rosenbauer. Apply online at buildfiretrucks.com. Rosenbauer is an equal opportunity employer, including veterans and disabilities. No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank, banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Insurance and trust not FDIC insured. I'm Brian Corey of Corey Insurance. And I'm Sheldon Kosky. We've been working together for over 30 years. My dad, Randy Corey, started the business and we've been taking care of all our customers' insurance needs since 1970. Whether it's your home, auto, or business, we are a trusted choice independent agency with access to all the products you need to keep you protected. And there's no better feeling than that. Our customers are like family. We get to know your situation and match your needs to our best and most affordable insurance options. Whether you are new to Sioux Falls or a longtime resident, Corey Insurance is your trusted choice. And Brian, we've carried on the tradition of supporting the local community in a wide variety of activities. We live in the best part of the world, and we want to make sure it stays that way for you. We're Corey Insurance. Coverage, commitment, and value since 1970. Call us at 605-336-6303 or check out our website at coreyinsurance.com. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, The Diamond Room, and Comfort King. And welcome back to the show. I'm Mark Ovenden with Neil Graff. You're listening to Calling All Sports. Heard on 15 stations in three states. Been going at it since May 3rd, 2010. So we are about uh, 13 and a half years into this. So that's pretty exciting stuff. Uh, busy week ahead. It's Wednesday already. It seems like it's kind of flown by already for me because, you know, we had a busy night of high school soccer playoffs last night, semifinals, and Class AA. We'll talk with Eric Christensen in the second half of the show. Our guest, as he is pretty much every Wednesday on a, on the first half of the show, is Chad Greenway. And uh, Chad, sounds like you got some pretty good weather up there for today, at least, and you're out taking advantage of that. Yeah, it's beautiful out today. We're getting this crystal clear, like a perfect fall day uh, today, and 
you got to take advantage of it. As, as I just I just looked at the weather as we were chatting. I looked at the weather up here, and yeah, these next two days look nasty with almost a guarantee of rain and uh, just the crazy mid forties, low fifty uh, temperatures. So it's about as miserable as it gets. I think that's about the worst weather. I'd almost rather have take snow sometimes. I feel like. Ooh, be careful. <laughs> well, be careful. well, that Don't wet, that. cold rain is brutal. I know, I know. And guess who's going to be out shooting football games on Friday night? <laughs> hey, you pick, hey, you picked it, all right? You, yeah. you picked this uh, this world. Yes. Well, yeah. Maybe I'll retire. Maybe I'll retire tomorrow, <laughs> and then I'll come out you and retire on Monday. Should. Yeah, I could do that. Either that, or assign the games <laughs> to everybody else, and I won't go out and shoot. Uh, I don't like to do that. I like to be out in the trenches. So. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, you've you've always have been. So you you, you uh, it's just part of who you are now. It's uh, yeah. I I feel once in a while there's been a Friday that it, that I didn't shoot a game for one reason or another, and I just didn't feel as into it. It's it's weird because you feel like you're contributing and part of the show when you've gone out and shot a game or sometimes two, which I'll do tomorrow night. Um, and and plus you know you you go into it at least Neil knowing yeah. the highlights that you've shot because most of the time. We've got 15, 16, 17 games, and I've not looked at any of it. I I rely on a couple of notes that I get from whoever shot that game, and boy, if it's uh, if the notes are are bad, uh, it's going to be all it's going to be bad. But that usually never happens. So, hey Chad, uh, uh, talking about the cold, damp, windy weather, it brought to mind uh, a question I get quite often from fans when they realized I played football, particularly with the Vikings, is what's the coldest place you ever played? And and you know I played in the old Met Stadium, which you did not. But but what would be the coldest place, the coldest kind of city or environment stadium that you played in? Yeah, that's an easy one. Um, TCF, those two years, uh, we played outdoors. Yep. So, you know, remember we transitioned from the Metrodome, TCF for two years, now it's Huntington Bank. Um, and before we went into U.S. Bank for my last year, and uh, that Seattle game, I, I believe, was negative three windchill, which was one of the coldest games in history. I think maybe the top five coldest games ever in, in the NFL history. And then, you know, it was like, we had a game against the Panthers. I want to say it was either late November, early December, where, um, it was, a, it was an extra, extraordinarily cold day. And when we chose to play outdoors in, our, in, you know, those interim couple of years, uh, the Vikings actually chose to stand on the away side, um, of that stadium as the home team because you got the sun, yeah. um, in that time of year, that November, December timeframe. And I can remember running on the field, a 12 o'clock start against the Panthers. And you would literally cross over into the shadows, the shade where their bench was, and it was legitimately 10, 15 degrees colder. And I'm like, oh my lord, that's miserable. And, and Cam Newton, I remember just absolutely not wanting to be there at all. And uh, you sort of embrace that, you know, when it's cold. And that's, you know, I was a big advocate for an outdoor stadium in Minnesota for football, and obviously uh, didn't win out. But I think it would've been a smart move. Yeah, hey, I'll, I'll give you my, my answer to that question. Um, uh, Playing at the Met Stadium in Minneapolis, you'd think in December, January, it couldn't get any colder than that. But actually, the coldest place I ever played was Pittsburgh. Remember, the old stadium was called Three Rivers Stadium. And as the name implies, it was at the intersection of Three Rivers. And in December, January, the wind would come down those rivers, and it was a damp wind. And that wind would come right into the stadium, blow right through the stadium. And it was so cold, especially as a backup quarterback. I'm standing on the sidelines trying to <laughs> do my clipboard and keep warm. Um, but but that was even colder than Minneapolis in December. Say, Chuck, I'm going to the locker room. I, it's just too cold to do the clipboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Good luck with that yeah, one. Chuck Ball wouldn't have, he exactly. wouldn't have appreciated, he wouldn't have appreciated that. that. No. no. 
right. Well, uh, it wasn't cold on Sunday, but uh, the Vikings now fall to one and four. And I, it's what's what's ironic about all this. Both of you guys, both of you guys being Viking guys, more Chad than than uh, Neil, but both of you guys is all the social media that's now being directed at the officials, and uh, the Chiefs now getting all the calls in the world. As a Patriot fan, all I can do is chuckle because I've been through all of this, uh, all of those years <laughs> with the Patriots getting all the calls and it's a conspiracy and blah blah blah. Um, did, did, did you think the uh, Vikings got hosed? Uh, I actually did. Uh, watching that game, specifically that last play, and and, and I'm not even going to look at the pass interference. I'm not even going to look at the helmet coming off. Both of those of which, the pass interference, I feel like Addison should have done a better job of selling that, and I don't think he did a good enough job. I think he, if he'd have finished that play and tried to come back to the ball, I think they would have had to. They would have had to try. They would have had to throw that. It would have been very similar to Harrison Smith's, you know, big defensive pi earlier in the game. So Addison had to really go try for it. You kind of see him give up on the play. So I think that's why they picked that flag up. If he tries to get back inside and they shut him down um, and he gets held, I mean, they're going to throw the flag. They, I, I think they have to, and they throw the flag, but I don't think they would have picked it up. Now, um, the p- part of that play that drives me crazy is the hit on Kirk Cousins, and uh, several reasons. Could have been called late. Definitely was called. It was definitely high um, and egregious, and any almost any other quarterback in the league gets protected on that play. And that's the part that I just despise because you see, you watch game after game where these quarterbacks are being protected with some ridiculous calls and then drives are being extended. Uh, that just drives me crazy because that was the drive of the football game. Everybody knew it. We got in that position. It's a close game. Welcome to the NFL. It's every game. And if you're going to dictate the outcome like those referees did in that case by not allowing that drive to continue, I think it absolutely was, was part of the, was part of the problem, if not the complete issue with that game. So, um, no, again, you have to take care of business. I get it. You can't blame the refs. It's a horrible example to be setting for people. But reality is, is those calls impacted. Those non-calls impacted the game. And there was three fouls on one play, one of which was flagged that got picked up. So you can't tell me that, uh, you know, I'm not saying it was because of the Chiefs, but I'm definitely going to say that the referee impacted the outcome of that game. Yeah, I don't know if they play favorites. I, I, I'd like to think they don't. But there have been some awfully bad. This feels like the refereeing has not been as good. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, and I, I you know, listen. It's we actually, I actually got a chance to uh, to meet and talk to the the umpire crew that that uh, umpired the game last night against the Twins. Um, the Twins playoff game last night against the Astros. Just a terrible first inning, and you could never come back from that. But I got a chance to talk to those guys. And, you know, they're such big advocates of just keeping the game human. And obviously in baseball is a big push for, for obviously everything to go to electronic or review. Um, and, you know, they, they the lead umpire who was behind the plate gave several good examples on video that, of course, is being passed around those umpire circles of, of these really egregiously bad electronic calls and say, listen, if, if you want to go and get completely rid of the human element, right, I mean, that's going to impact the game. So I, I don't want that to become what we're doing in the NFL I just don't like to pick and choose. Like, you're going to pick and choose these plays. The Harrison Smith play, very, very similar to the last play of the game. I agree. Addison should have, you know, tried to get back to that ball. But stop picking and choosing. You know, if you're going to call the game consistent, it's no different if it's youth sports, high school sports, or professional sports. Whatever angle you're taking as a referee crew, I get it. Set the tempo. But then remain consistent with that throughout. And that hit, if it was on Mahomes, is flagged 100 times out of 100. And that penalty clearly would have been called in this other direction because it happened earlier in the game. So just a level of consistency would have been very, very nice. Or Brady. <laughs> oh, I mean, 
you think about you know the, the you know over my years the, the hits on Rodgers that get penalized and and, back, and you know it's just it's you know we know it's a, it's an absolute thing that certain quarterbacks get treated different than others. Uh, our quarterback is not one of those guys that gets protected at a high level for whatever reason. Um, and you know I think it's it's uh, you know for the Chiefs to keep winning is good for football. And you can't tell me I'm not I'm not saying there's a script, but you can't tell me that's not part of of these guys' decision. Yeah, one of the pictures I saw on social media was the. Uh... The umpire in a red and white striped shirt with his arm around Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> it really was funny. All right, so how do they res- how do they regroup? I mean, one and four is just it's really it's getting harder and harder as these losses start to pile up to think they could make the playoffs. Well, and and that's the the worst part about that that specific game is we're in that football game. We're good enough to win that game. We knew that. I knew that going in. I think everybody in our fan base knew that going in that we could beat anybody or play with anybody. Certainly. And and then it comes down to a, a significant play that kind of changes the impact of your of your season because you, you'd have been two to three with all chances to get back to five hundred, and you're at five hundred, man. You got a fighting chance six games in, and now at one and four, um, just a completely different outlook. Um, obviously, a completely different situation, and and you essentially have to win now before you start to get to tank mode. And that's and no no players will ever tank, and no players get in the mentality. But when you get to one and five, one and six, and you're in the doldrums of a season. Man, it gets to be a long, hard grind. I had, you know, I had a, I had a multiple, you know, bad losing seasons, but the three and thirteen specifically was as bad of a situation as you could possibly get. And what it comes down to is guys just start playing for themselves. I mean, it's just the way it goes. And um, you know, he turns into a selfish game. You see Justin Jefferson getting hurt. Like, what's he going to do? Is he going to come back? I mean, he's certainly not going to press coming back. He has no new contract. Um, you know, so what's hit, what's the advantage of him coming back early and risking that? So a lot of these things are going to be factors going in, and, and we just got to see how it all plays out. Hey, hey, Chad, um, talking about Kirk Cousins, uh, you might recall last week I asked you the question about the fact that there was a lot of online chatter about uh, after the Vikings getting off to a one-and-three start that, that maybe Kirk Cousins might be trade bait at that point in time. And I think you said, and I was a little surprised, but I think you said that perhaps at this part of the season there's some substantial value for Kirk Cousins. Now after the one-and-four start, that online chatter has picked up and the, the thought is that the Vikings might be more open to trading Cousins and pretty much writing off the season, but getting something of substantial value for Cousins and, and kind of rebuilding for next year. Any more thoughts on that particular issue? I mean, you know, listen, okay, you're trying to build for the future of this football team with the offensive weapons that we have. You've already paid TJ Hawkinson. Um, you already paid, or you need to pay JJ. Um, you have old linemen coming up that you have to pay. Um, you have all these core group of younger players that you need to continue to keep in the fold. And I just don't understand or see how they can get to the next level with Kirk and the, and the massive contract he's going to, he's going to, you know, have to have. And, and again, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve that. I'm just saying, is that the right move for our football team with all these young, talented kids? Is, does it make more sense for us to get ourselves in a, in a better position for the draft? Um, for next year, and I'm not in any way saying these, these players should tank and these players should not try because that's not going to happen. Um, but is it time to go get some more draft picks, go get some other um, players, some young players in a trade, and just see what, again, we don't know the conversations, we don't know the ins and outs, but I think it's definitely a conversation worth having. And that's just, you know, of course, that's just me and my opinion. But, again, I think it's worth having that conversation. And, and you know, the way that, um, you know, in Quasi's in first two drafts, just as, you know, as we've seen them play out and, and guys making impacts, he hasn't exactly nailed the draft in, in really two drafts. And, I think that's something you have to consider and look at is, okay, how do we give ourselves the best situation possible next 
offseason, as you sit here, one and four. And part of that might be unloading Kirk Cousins to a competitive team that needs a veteran quarterback that can, that can still have a chance to win some football games. Um, the Jets continue to come to mind, and, and I'm sure there's a few others. Um, and you can't tell me there's not going to be teams that are making those calls now. This course, you want to make, make that, have that decision, or are you going to go in the offseason with less ammo and basically no chance to sign Kirk back? Chad Greenway, our guest. We got you revved up today. This has been kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for you to talk Losing, more, losing so hard, man. Yeah. Losing so hard. And I, I think the, the hardest part, I think, when you look at all, is I'm a huge T.J. Hawkinson fan. I'm a huge Sam Laporta fan that's tied in over Detroit. But Detroit played this thing as perfectly as you could possibly yeah. play it. And, you know, and, and I'm not saying we got played because we got a guy in TJ who was extremely motivated last year and put us in a great position in the playoffs. You make a playoff push, didn't work out. Now you come back and you like what you see. But then that kid, love him. You got to make those plays in that game last week. And, you know, too many drops, too many impact plays where he has an opportunity to make a play and he's not, he doesn't. And listen, I was that guy. I was the guy who got a fresh contract and everybody's scrutinizing and, and looking at every play and every impact play. Um, but the one thing you have to do is catch the football when it's in the spot where you got to catch it. That's just what the elite guys do. All right. We'll talk next week, and we'll get caught up on Grey Duck stuff too, okay? You bet. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Big week. Uh, hopefully you guys withstand the weather. So football <laughs> season is, is unbelievably winding down in high school. I cannot believe that. I know. That's hard to believe. All right. Thanks a bunch, Brent. You bet. Thank you, guys. See ya. Talk to you next week. We'll be right back after this. Just walking into Vance Thompson Vision, I, I was amazed at the spaciousness, the greetings I got at the front desk. Nine years ago, my daughter had LASIK surgery. She said, Dad, when you're going to have your cataracts fixed, you should check with Vance Thompson Vision first. Well, my wife looks so good now with these new eyes, I think we're going to take a second honeymoon. <laughs> Download our free cataract checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com. What part of your home likely gets used at least four times a day? What do people see first when they arrive at your home? In both cases, it's probably your garage door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls offers durable, dependable, stylish doors and will match any competitor's price on a comparable door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. I'm Jeff Gould, and when it comes to mattresses, there's no better choice than Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. That's right. Comfort King has been voted number one local best mattress for 14 years in a row, and they want to help you find comfy sleep. Sleep well, live well with Comfort King. Visit ComfortKing.net now and experience the comfort and quality you deserve. Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. Sweet dreams and better health await you. Your joints are your connection points, and when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org. 
Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career, like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago. It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for advancement, and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting Big Beef to 85000. Penny Kleindienst is an interior designer. So when Eric and Becky Roskop hired Simply Perfect to update their dream home, she knew where to turn. The experts at Fireplace Pros have a wide variety of heat and glow and heat fireplaces to choose from. And they hit a home run with a contemporary fireplace they chose together. They always help me come up with the perfect fireplace that makes all the difference in the way a home looks and feels. Our gas fireplaces and inserts from Heat and Glow and Heatlater are the best in the business. You can stop in and see the region's largest showroom or visit us on the web at fireplaceprofessionals.com and get a virtual tour. We have almost 100 Heat and Glow and Heatlater models on display and even more in stock. If you ever need advice, just call 339-0775 or better yet, stop in and see us. We're Fireplace Pros, 1217 West 41st Street, Sioux Falls. Just like Becky and Eric, you're going to love the way your home feels. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Hughes Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. I stopped at Lewis on my way down here to, to mail, some, pay some bills. One of my bills, ironically, got, must have got lost. I've got a pile that I, I pay it two or three times a month, write checks. Yeah, I still do it the old-fashioned way. And it was like, oh, my gosh, this was due a week ago. I, I, so I frantically paid the bill this morning and dropped stuff off at Lewis. What do you stop there most often for? I mail a lot of things there. Uh, seems like a couple times a month prescriptions for my family, not only, not just for me, family. And I stop and buy a bottle of wine every now and then. So those would be the main things that I stop for. Yeah, prescriptions and postage is probably the main thing for me. And greeting cards. Greeting I, cards, sure. They've got great greeting cards yep. there. Not, not all greeting cards, but great cards for that matter. A lot of different occasions that we need cards for. It's kind of funny when you think about it. Lewis Drug has been there for... 81 years. Thank goodness they are our first stop and our only stop. We'll talk high school soccer right after this break. Attention homeowners. Now more than ever, it pays to reinstall.